Dr. Teroti Mirigi. I have the book with me. It is called Juokali MBA, My Journey from Medicine to Business. And I have some good news to you, my dear listener. We are giving away four books on air. All right. I know it's Mother's Day, so we are feeling philanthropic. But I just want to know, why do you need this book so badly? Why do you need this book so badly? Go to our social media at FM KE. Tell me, why do you need Juokali MBA by Dr. Teroti Murigi? Or you can WhatsApp me on 0110-288-162. Good afternoon, sir. Good afternoon. How are you doing? Marianne. Mir <laughs> you were Marianne. listening. Yes, I listen a lot. Oh, yeah, Marianne. Yes, Marianne. Turns yes. out my mama yes. um, wanted to call, wanted to name me Marianne. Yes. yes. And then a Catholic priest... The priest said, no, mm -hmm. why don't you try Miriam? Yes. So that's how on I became ID, Miriam. So the ID is Miriam, but she calls you Miriam. Yes. Okay. On the ID, it's Miriam, but she calls me Marianne. All right. Yeah. Good. I mean, she's the only person who calls me Marianne, so okay. it's okay. I'm the second now. <laughs> You're the second now. Welcome to Spice FM. Thank dear. you for having me. Yeah. Thank you. Really glad to be here. I'm going to go straight to it. Yes. You have an interesting name, Juakali MBA. Yes. Why Juakali MBA for this book? Okay, um, Juakali MBA has been a thing in my head for many years. Okay. And um, I would say in a big coincidence uh, to Mother's Day today. And yes. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. And happy Mother's Day, mom. <laughs> uh, she's usually on KTN News. So uh, Happy Mother's, happy Day, mother's to mom. Day Yes, to mom. Yes. And uh, it was a term she used to use a lot. Okay. Uh, whenever people used to ask her, what do you do? Um, she's a she was a retired teacher. She mm. left employment quite early uh, to do uh, what she now calls Juakali. And uh, it was a term she repeated on and on and on. Um, and whatever she does is Juakali. Um, uh, you know, it's, there was no real word for I am in business those days. Yeah. Majority of people used to be employed. You go to school, you get employed. So so she, she owned that term. I picked that term. And um, uh, in terms of Juakali, it's, it's a Kenyan term, yeah. uh, which is de denotes the informal employment. And you, people usually have a picture of uh, people in... Uh, okay, Sema Juakali, yes. we imagine, yes. um, you know, people at the, uh, what's the word? Watuamjengo. Yes, Gikomba is the name. You know, uh, yes. that's, that's Juakali. Doing the hard work, yes. doing the hard work, which is important for the nation. But that's the connotation. Mm. But when I used it was more of the things that you do informally uh, that are not part of your formal employment that actually uh, build you, build build your career, build yeah. your yourself, and also build uh, uh, who you are. Yeah. And uh, the MBA part is, everyone knows MBA is like father studies, generally. Everyone wants to do an MBA. So it's like informal MBA, Juakali uh, MBA. Okay. What you learn from doing things, what you learn from the streets that you would not be taught formally. All and right. um, uh, finally, on that part was that I realized this Juakali um, learning was more impactful because it was more practical. It was by doing uh, rather than being taught formally. Okay. And, and, you know, by learning by doing is a, one of the best forms of, of uh, getting uh, knowledge. So that's how the title came about. Mm -hmm. And Juakali MBA has been my way of 
talking to people about doing um what you do yeah uh, and how you learn as you do all right yes. so you are um, an author yes of this um, newly new author awesome book but yes. ap- apart from being an author yes who are you who is uh, toroti murigi uh toroti murigi is many things and um uh, is a person who i don't like to be put in a box because i have learned that toroti murigi is toroti murigi Miriam Angel is Miriam Angel. Uh, so and so is so and so. So yes. when I look at myself, I look at myself like who am I? I look I see myself as someone who is very curious. I am uh, happy to try out new things. I consider myself after all my thoughts and introspection a builder of things. Mm. Uh, I wanted to be a civil engineer to build as a kid, but I ended up now building many other things uh, as well. I had the chance and I was lucky to be in a situation where I would um, go through a v- very comfortable lifehood yeah. childhood and and go into medical school and I became a doctor. Mm. And uh and so the impact that uh, a doctor would do but I reached a point where I needed to make a decision should I actually see patients or should i go into business that helps build the healthcare system mm. so i went to be the business side all right yes. so um i have your book in my hand yes. this is uh, i'm, I'm uh, looking at chapter two. Yes. and you say something that's quite interesting yes my childhood dream was to be a civil engineer yes as life is i became a doctor software developer top level executive and businessman yes i struggled to fit in Why did you struggle to fit in? So, uh back to who Toroti Mirigi is. I struggled to fit in primarily because I needed to fit into a box that you are a student, top performing student, uh, you tick all the boxes of a good student in quotes. Yeah. You go and be a doctor. and people would ask me then why would you go and do crazy things like trying startups you have the yes. perfect you have the perfect situation you have your papers you have your papers yeah. uh, my career path is gar- was pretty much guaranteed i would either be a surgeon i would i it could be anything so i get questions asked why you know you are you were set to to be in a certain place so in many areas i i i felt i i don't fit in and i was not comfortable in in what was happening around me yeah. and i would do different things so you'd find um uh, people ask what is a doctor doing in amjengo it's my hobby yes. i love i love construction i love beautiful spaces yeah. and and i struggled with that and essentially the, part, the the reason for this book was primarily not even about business it's about yourself as a person yeah you need to take time to get to know yourself and with that no one can put you in any box and when people and they're doing it out of it's not out of spite they're yeah. actually trying for you to even fit in their mental space because that's what they understand yeah so that's the part of not fitting in or something i've struggled with i i struggle with up to date mm-hmm. but i am more comfortable with it uh, because i am able to um meditate think observe 
Um, and also, as you grow older, experience shows you, yeah, you made the right call. That's true. You made the right call leaving a corner office with a, a best job in your late twenties, yeah. which was which was which was a, was was um, was quite a, a good thing. Job. Yeah, a well-paying yes. job. Yes. Corner office. Let me tell you, I was corner office <laughs> next to the CEO. I was looking at the parking at a nice car, and I went to start off uh, a business, and um, it I struggled a lot. I know and, and we, we're we're going to talk about that. Yeah. Yes, yes, I, yes, yes. yes. But in terms of fitting in, that's yes. that's that's the that's the thinking, and it's I many many young people don't fit in, uh, or want people are looking for something to latch on. Yes. So I look at Miriam. You look successful. I'll want because you, you want to do that. I want to do that because you're ab I'm able to see you. You're a role model, in, or you're in media. You're more visible. I want to be like you. But I realized I can't copy my boss who was was that way. I can't copy my mom. I can't That's copy true. my father. I can't copy my friends um, because at the end of the day, I'll be disappointed. So the aim of this book was if you are able to solve yourself, yeah. you can do anything. Employment, business. Um, whatever, anything. anything. Okay, uh, but that's that's the the, the foundation. All right. So you have you have talked about imposter syndrome. Yes. In your book, and yes. I want us to talk about that yes. when we get back. Yes. I've said uh, I'm giving away four books. It's called the book is called Jokali MBA by Dr. Teroti Mirigi. It's a beautiful book. If you're thinking about venturing into business and also just finding yourself, you need to you need to read this book. Afternoon to you. My name is Miriam Angel, and of course, I'm here with Dr. Taroti Mirigi. It is 25 minutes past 3 p.m., and uh, the book is Juakali MBA. And I want us to talk about the imposter syndrome. Yes. In uh, uh, that is, uh, it's, 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 I think this is chapter three. Yes. I'm on page 24. Yes. And he says something that's quite interesting. So I'm literally here. Literally here I was, an executive, not yet 30 years old, soaking all this in. I thought it was madness. And I'm going to take you back. You say, I was excited to be a young executive, earning a good salary, great packs and the envy of my colleagues. Truth be told, beyond the facade of success, I felt out of my depth. Did I know what I was doing? Was I too young for that role? The hard work seemed, so you decided to work hard. And little did you know that you're facing imposter syndrome. Tell me how you dealt with imposter syndrome. Like you're in this pace. Yes. And you feel like you don't belong. Yes. And um, I remember those days. Uh, I First I was a young executive and a doctor and not in the doctor space. I was in uh, corporate, but in, in healthcare, but not in a hospital. And uh, I met up with people who had had, um, so this is late 20s. And in, in medicine, we usually uh, leave campus and then go for a year of internship. So when you come into the uh, workspace, it's quite, you're quite advanced in the 20s. And you find people who had finished campus earlier. So they have had some experience, uh, they are more experienced than you. So you feel out of your depth. Yeah. Though the person who hires you has seen something. And this is a challenge even now in leadership that we coach our, our leaders, our emerging leaders about uh, 
when you're promoted or when you're given a position that's uh, above what you have been doing you will be you will definitely feel out of your depth yeah. and it's okay you just need to keep on doing what you do uh asking a lot of questions and as i'd mentioned just keep working i think at that time i was young we did you know now online there's so much material on how to deal with these things yeah. those days it was not much either you get a mentor or you just uh, plow through it yeah so those days you just uh, plowed through it you just worked and found your way through um what was meant to be done and you find yourself successful and again you avoid falling into the trap of thinking that you're the special one it's just again a series of uh, fortunate incidents and also working hard yeah. you cannot discount that the working hard part that uh, uh, you can't discount that you just have to work okay and i think if you go back to the first principles that would be it just work through it but now there are things like you you engage um Uh, leaders you have discussions you have coaching uh, you have frequent touch points to ensure that you're doing the right things um and and you will be able to succeed but it's something uh, that you will always go through at work yeah and even in life when you become a new mother you're uh, like hey, a new father you're like <laughs> what's going what's on? going on it's 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 pretty much Uh, that yeah. all right something yes. you talk about in your book as well yes. is um, how important it is to know yourself yes why why is that so because you live with yourself 24/7365 no one else yeah you have your thoughts your inner thoughts your general thoughts and how you interact with others and if you're not comfortable in yourself or if you're not comfortable with yourself or you will struggle and you will get into a situation where you will need external vad- validation and i wish i was taught this earlier yeah. uh, about how to reflect um, and prayer is one way of reflection uh, but that's a- along the spiritual side but you also need to reflect about your behaviors uh, what i call patterns um you watch where your your genes are ca- uh, derived from your mm-hmm. mother your father your mm-hmm. uncles as one part your environment how do you respond to things and and by doing this you're able to be more comfortable in yourself and more confident and when you you get approached by different situations yeah. you don't revert to anxiety you revert to action because people are battling with themselves uh Marianne, it's a big <laughs> problem i would tell you and and for me though it's mother's day Um, yeah. boy child hey boy child yeah i think considering the issue of communication is not a strong point for for us men yes. i think we we struggle a lot and and the mothers out there i think this is also something they struggle with their um, male children okay. in in that connection so back to why for me knowledge of self is key is because it's the foundation if you're able to be at peace with yourself even if you don't know everything and you know how to analyze yourself you know what situations what how you interact with situations you can deal with your employment you can deal with your business you can yeah. deal with family but if you're not able to solve that then you might as well struggle okay and that's the foundation of this book this is my first book because yes. i can't start talking about business 
plans getting getting partners how to raise finances yeah. how to do operations sales marketing without first dealing with you knowing yourself knowing yourself yeah yes because self worth is a very um it, it's it's a big thing and it's i think huge. it's something that i'm also figuring out it's yes. it's a process yes you know just getting to know yourself but also in your book you also talk about there is knowing yourself yes. but then you also say stick to your lane correct and because and then we want to do I, you know i want to start an airbnb correct because my friend is also running an airbnb correct and he or she is successful correct. and i feel like oh that's going to work for me as well correct how important is it for me to stick to my lane it's the most important thing and it's okay to start an airbnb i have a friend who recently started an airbnb and she was really stressed about it yeah and i told her just stick to your lane do what you're supposed to do and it will come yeah. i know you're hard working you you have the tenacity you, you're actually a better planner than myself yeah but just do it as yourself as you. and this is the problem we we are scared of dealing with ourselves and we want to latch on to someone who looks successful yeah. so your friend who has an airbnb if you have a, if you take her or he or she take her on the side and ask different pinpoint questions you'll find they're struggling mm. or there's some struggle because it's life life and business are the same there'll always be struggles yeah. but are you ready to go with that struggle are you willing to do it your way is it what you want to do why are you doing it is it because your friend uh, looks like they're successful is it now that they have more cash you don't know yeah. so knowledge of self i i i, I keep saying is Uh, and i might repeat this and i always have this conversation is is just is just the key thing and sticking to your lane doing what is true to you you'll realize you have less anxiety mm. you especially with with all the comparisons and we we can get role models jeff bezos uh, of the of this worlds um the footballers you can get inspiration but you can't be Lionel Messi you can't be Ronaldo you will be yourself because we are gifted we are gifted we're all differently yes you know yes we're gifted yeah okay so let me take you back to your book yes you had a, a, a well paying job yes and you decided I like that focus yes <laughs> <laughs> yes you had a well paying job yes but then you decided to quit yes what drove you to that again um it it reached a point with all the things that were happening i had this burning desire to still build my own and i was young i was naive uh, you're bullish in 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 those days and i thought okay i saw my mentor at that time who was the ceo of that company i really looked up to him he was yeah. like the flamboyant type you know he'd walk into a room and people want to give him business like take my business mm, take my business it, yeah run it please and i was like i can do that or i'd like to do that and um uh, of course i was also a bit naive as I, as i mentioned in in working in organizations mm. you, sometimes you're impatient for things to work your way and it doesn't work like that whether in your business i learned later even in your own business uh, things won't work yeah instantly um, instantly yeah. so um after a few thoughts and i just said okay i'm leaving and and again people thought i was crazy like why would you leave this job like 
clients were like, okay, yeah, but we were having, you know, I had an entertainment budget. I would yes. take my clients or my stakeholders out. You know, life was good and I couldn't explain it. But I knew I had a burning urge to build what I'd, I'd wanted. So I just went to, to my boss at that time, um, handed over the letter and mentioned I, I have to leave. And he was very disappointed. I saw the look in disappointment because he had plans. He had mega plans. He's like, no, okay, can I then give you a, 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 an opportunity outside the country? Yes. We, are, we, are, we have these big plans. I'm like, no, 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 no. I think there's something I need to do. And I went and started it. And it started from the, I um, started in the servants quarter where yeah. I was staying. And it grew. But as a business, it didn't work out. <laughs> so that's another story. But yeah. but it grew as a business, but the money in my pocket was not. Did not. No, it was it, a big struggle. It didn't add up. It did add up. Those lessons we learned that, Again, when you talk about employment, which is another, uh, when I say employment is good, yes. which is a, a paradox when you talk to entrepreneurs, yeah. because people don't talk that they're employed, but they have business. Yeah. Because, you know, employment looks like for those guys and us, we are businessmen. Mm. And yeah, we, we, but it doesn't work that way. And, and you, we realize the first thing in your business, you have to be an employee. That's true. I learned that too late. And in your yes. book, yes. I, I'm, I'm, I'm still here yes. where you say, yes. I walked away from all of it. Yes. The corner office, yes. entertainment budget, yes. numerous acquaintances, yes. great salary and privileges that came with the job. Yes. And then you say, brokenness was my daily battle. Yes. And it was draining to the soul. So you quit your job. Yes. Started a business <laughs> that didn't work. Yes. You got broke. And you went back to employment. Yes. Hold that thought because I want us <laughs> to talk about that. You know? Yeah. You quit. Started a business. Yes. Then you're like, ah, this is not working. It's hard. Back to employment. Yes. I want to know why you made that choice. Away for books. So if you want a copy of this book, do tell me why you want a copy of this book. And I have Fred Nyang Classic Soul, R and B, Smooth Jazz, Neo Soul, and Nostalgic Ballads. I wish to have this book because it's a great inspiration. Um since I have been studying business and I'll be hopeful and I grab it. Definitely, definitely, um, Fred, I am giving you a copy of this book. Just share with me your ID number, your full names and your phone number. And I also have um, Dr. Gidenji Fred on Twitter who's saying, I relate with this book because I am just starting a business. I'm starting my, bus my business journey as a doctor of pharmacy as well. Perfect another, timing another Fred. Okay. for the book. Yes. So, you know what? Let's talk about you quitting a good, a well-paying job. Yes. Starting your business. Yes. And then going back to employment. Yes. Why did you have to get back to employment? Why were you so broke? Uh, so, yeah. So for four years, um, I, I ran the business. It was uh, called Ask a Doc. Still exists today. And uh, was trying to use technology to to create uh, more access to healthcare at that time. And um, 
the big lesson i probably should have known but again hindsight is is, is much clearer was that in your business you you have two roles one you're the owner of the business two you're an employee and the first mistake is i didn't know the difference and what happened was we would make money um we won even or we qualified even for a grant from the world bank to do some work mm. and those those cash those cash and yeah. we mo- we moved from my servant's quarter we went to a single room one one room two room and even ended up in a in a three room space it was uh, growing it was growing yeah. uh, as a as a business but i paid myself last or rarely paid myself or also did not figure up a mechanism with my co-partners to ensure that uh, the person who is running the business day to day can pay bills mm. and as as i said it and i wrote it and I, uh, the part of it drained the soul it's let me tell you being broke uh, can drain the soul it you can people look down on money but money makes things happen and money gives you some sense of peace mm-hmm. uh peace of mind and when you don't have it that's when you learn that why um, it can be bad it's important it's important and this is the time i'm starting a young family yeah. so i'm like i how is it make yeah. this can't make so i was studying at that time running a business i tried doing uh, as a medic we call it locum so at night i would work in a hospital okay. to at least try supplement my income but i just didn't figure that i should pay myself from the business yeah. um so just with luck my former employment employer uh, aided me to do the mba so that had already been uh, going into motion yeah. and the what i was working on in my mba was a thesis on mobile phones in and uh, healthcare yeah and somehow somewhere again with the universe there was this placement that came in the newspaper yeah. about an insurance company wanting to test using mobile phones for insurance and i applied and long story short is like it was 3 months and i was like i did maths in my head 3 months if mm-hmm. i ask for this yes if i ask for this those 3 months i put it in my kitty yes and then from my kitty I can go back. You can go back and build your go business. Go back and build the business. Again, I'd not learned the lesson of the business should be paying me. Okay. So, again, the pack that one on the side. So, I got the the consultancy job 3 months. In fact, the girl was surprised. It's like first I because of my studies, mm. I was way ahead of because I was researching on that topic. Yes. So, it's like, okay, you can have it. No one internally in the organization uh, wants this because it's short term. No one wants to leave their comfort. Good. of their permanent job within the organization to yeah. do this three month thing which is not and when he offered me a salary i was like wow yeah it's even better than where i was before yes you mentioned that yes, like it's like, a lot mm, of money it's good it's okay i was like maybe it was not wrong to leave <laughs> because your worth is seen somewhere else that's and true. that's another lesson uh, i'll yeah. mention so i got into this did the work we were building um, a system and with askadoc that's what i was busy doing building uh systems uh, it systems uh online systems yeah. connected to the mobile phone because the mobile phone was big then blah 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 and we again out of just doing what i've been doing building built it um my boss then was able to to showcase it to stakeholders yeah. and we were able to prove like yeah this can work for insurance and that's when mtba was born um and 
from there, I was told, you're not going anywhere. Okay. I was not going. And my boss at that time, a um, guy called Michiel, was like, okay, you're not going anywhere. Yeah. I'm extending your contract. Yeah. Uh, I said, okay, just another three months. Uh, I'll, I'll fix the, the things that we couldn't fix in the first phase. Then we'll see how you can pick it up and go. In the next. Okay. And then, yeah, so it went from there. And now I'm almost nine years in, in MTBA. And I'm like, wow. Because, again, it, I am employed, but I'm helping to run a business internally. Yes. And my employers also allowed me to still explore uh, business Your outside. other business and, opportunities. And I think maybe I have some ADHD. I, I seem to want to do many things, but it's been working. And I have grown in my professional career as well. You say so, in your book, uh, yes. sorry, you yes, say in sure, your book that sure. employment is good. It's good, yes. And I, I see... Um, I see people who quit their jobs yes. and say, I'm going to start a business yes. without a plan, you know? Mm -hmm. So there's something that you say in your book and you're like, that money that you're getting paid, you can use that. It can help you to start up something. Yes. How important is it for someone to have um, a backup? Most very important. You know? Don't you, just dive into it. Because no. nowadays you say, no. Just start. Just do it. Just get into it. Uh, What's the plan? Uh, yes. Please don't. Uh, please don't make the mistakes that many of us made. Some are lucky. Uh, and, um, and, and majority are not. Uh, I would say it that way. Because when the excitement of doing your new business burns out and you're not making money, I'm sorry, you will, you will struggle. Mm. And you have to remember that running a business is boring. It should be boring. That excitement, I'm doing something new. No, it should be like how, how are you getting customers? How, how much value are you giving to them? Yeah. How are you earning as an organization? And how are you solving your HR uh, issues, payment, blah, blah, blah. And how are you growing? And that's technically boring, quote, quote, boring stuff. So as, a, as, a, as someone who wants to jump off, have... Start it now. And there's a chapter there where I talk, the last chapter. Just mm -hmm. start. We have the type of people, two types, general, the doers and the thinkers. Yeah. And people who will overanalyze, come up with a perfect business plan. And and once you start, you it will be totally different from what you plan. So have yeah. a plan, but start. Doesn't mean you have to leave your employment. You remember mm -hmm. you have weekends. Uh, I know... Uh, my first boss, uh, who was, uh, he's Dutch. Uh, my second boss, who was Dutch, um, I, I accepted a long time. He said, Kenyans will always have a side hustle. <laughs> and also learned that as him being Kenyanized, he also had side hustles. So he, he learned. Because it's hard to survive on one job in this country. <laughs> I, one uh, job alone? Is it, is it that we... One uh, job I, alone? Wait, am I wrong? Is it that? Why do you find people in high executive careers also having side businesses? That's the thing, because when you say, I'm thinking one job alone yes. doesn't suffice. Yes. You need two, multiple. You need to spread your risk. So that's the, that's the, that's the learning from the Kenyan perspective, because <laughs> I, this is just a theory which we discuss in, in roundtables. Like the theory is because things, are, things change every five years or every 10 years, there's some major shift. Yeah. So everyone is hedging um, uh, on on not having one thing. And I think that is the reason. It's not, I think, about money. It's ensuring that, hey, 
um, in five years, this might not be here, or I might not be here. Yeah. And and like unlike other countries where you find people can, you know, the countries have been stable since the war, World War Two. Mm. It's been essentially. I was born into a stable country. I've seen my parents in stability. They did a job. They retired. Generations have seen that. Yes. As we have seen people being fired, either the economy either goes yeah. very high, then goes very low. Yeah. So I think it's more of hedging rather than I want more money. Okay. Yes. Okay. But yeah. Yeah. So um, you also say that what I clearly saw from their business, this is, you know, you're talking about your my, parents. My parents, okay? correct. Yes. You're, you're saying what I clearly saw from their business relationship was that you need to work with the people who complement you. Yes. And uh, this is also when it comes to business, mm -hmm. when you're getting into something, when you're venturing into something, yes. you're stating that it's important to have people who share the same vision. Correct. Why? They don't have to share the same vision. Yeah. That's because everyone has their own vision. Yeah. They have to be in the business and see where it's going. Um, because in every business, there's the vision holder, the crazy one. The, uh, and I call it the visionary, the one who is seeing 10, beyond five, 10 years or 10 steps ahead. Yeah. And, and wh what I talk about is in your partners are going to make or break your business. In my second book that's coming out, um, probably in the next year or so, where I talk about the practical aspects of running a business, on top of knowledge of self, <laughs> mm. your partners, the people who you choose to go into this business with, Wait. they will make or break your business. And there are also some blind spots you can have. You can go to business with people who are like-minded like you. That's also a problem. Oh, you why? You will have what's called groupthink. You think the same. Oh. Hey, Toroti, <laughs> let's do this. We'll be like, yeah, let's do this. And we go left. <clears throat> then we reach in the middle and we'll be like, Hey, let's go right. And, and, and that's me. That's me. You tell me, let's go like this, we'll go. And and I've learned to identify partners who we are very different. Yeah. As long as they have, um, um, uh, they are able to have, um, they're ethical. Yes. Uh, they're not con people. They should tell me, because I work with now partners who will tell me, Let's go left. Hey, hey, hold on. Uh, these are the steps you need to do before we go before left. Before we get there. And why are we going left? Okay. And so it becomes a very nice uh, push and pull yeah. uh, to the point where the business keeps progressing. So if you go with your same like minds of friends, you have a problem. And uh, and I'll give an example. Like Ask a Doc, there was one time it reached a point where we opened a hospital. Oh, wow. And I was on way. Let's go open a hospital. Yeah, let's go. Open. And I pulled my whole team on, yes. on one side and shot and we opened a hospital. With Did it crumble? It crumbled. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now I listen to them more. Yeah. Yes. You know, um, we can talk yes. all day, yes. but I just, um, for somebody who's listening and they want to get this yes. book, Yes. where can they get um, Juakali MBA? So the Juakali MBA book can be gotten primarily online. Yes. There are two online stores and, and I would say they are very efficient. So there's Nuria stores. Um, you can find them on Twitter. I'm a, I'm a Twitter guy. On on Instagram and yes. on Facebook. And there's Kibanga okay. stores. Just order. They are very fast. You will get it. I plan to, to have the book also in the Naiva stores soon. Uh, all over the country. But primarily 
Nuria and Kibanga distribute all over the country yeah. as well. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So you talk about knowing your purpose. Yes. And so many people, um, the, we, we are on this journey where I'm yeah. trying to figure out what my purpose is. How does yeah. someone get to know what their purpose is? What you're actually meant to do? Um, I can read a passage yes. on that. Uh, and I know you mentioned it earlier offline uh, that this, um, this, this on in the chapter where I talk about purpose. Yeah. Um, for this to happen, inner knowledge, yeah. inner reflection is fundamental. Yeah. You need to be comfortable with the anxiety that it brings because it's not nice thinking about the things you, you do or think about. Yeah. And it brings, and you have to keep pushing on beyond the anxieties. There's no shortcut to personal uh, reflection. Some find their purpose easily, while others, the search is lifelong. Okay. We are not the same. So reflect. Two more lines. Purpose can be static, just one thing, or it can be fluid, many things. We are not the same. Reflect. So what I'm essentially saying is, as long as you take time to understand yourself, you're off on the right trail. Okay. That's 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 it that's it all right then thank you very much yeah. um to Roti. it was nice having you here i know our time is a bit limited yes but if you want to get the book this is the book uh, literally just um showing it to the camera it's uh Juakali mva by Taroti mirigi i've already given away two i'll try see if there's somebody else has communicated on my whatsapp again you can get it at kibanga books which is a site that i actually um get my books from as well yes. this is spice fm, spice FM.